Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and of course, I'm joined as always with my co-hosts Darian Smith and Jimmy Marion, coming to you live from Cahaba Brewing Company. UAB does not get it done on the field, falling to Tulane, 35 to 23. Hell of an effort from the Blazers. Um, but before we get into the game, guys, I just want to talk talk to you know about about the amazing opportunity that we had today to host a watch party with Cahaba Brewing Company I believe we had damn near a hundred people out at this brewing company fellowshipping a lot of cheering I know not not a lot of cheering late in the game <laughs> but I, I just want to take this moment to you know this is a game recap so of course is all of our game recap episodes this season are brought to you by Cahaba Brewing Company. But I just want to take this moment to thank Cahaba Brewing Company for giving us this special opportunity to fellowship with, you know, our, our listeners and Blazer fans and just having a good time. Hey, I feel blessed to have that kind of showing and that kind of turnout. Shout out to Blazer Nation, man. This was a really good uh, an eventful day. Of course, we're going to talk about the game, and I'm glad, John, that you decided to talk about just how <laughs> incredible uh, it was just to really mingle with some of the listeners, with just people that are passionate about UAB just like us, right? Right. So right. that was really cool, and this is really just, again, we're just scratching the surface of these live events, right? Mm -hmm. So we were talking about, you know, the event before the event today, and we were like, hey, if 10 people show up, that's fine. Right. Because we know that those 10 people that show up are going to have an awesome time, and I'm just blown away by the amount of support, not just for the pod, but just people that care about UAB, and so yes. shout out to everybody that decided to come out today. And um, I told one of our listeners out there, I said the next time we will be doing this event, I 100% expect it to be a dub when we do yes. it. It's going to be a win. Um, yeah, we're going to get into the game, but the turnout was absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. This is our first time ever doing something like that. So yeah. shout out to Blazer Nation, man. Next time, if we had 100 people. I expect 200 people because I feel yeah. like I don't want the rest of Blazer Nation to miss out on this event that we held. Yeah. And I, I expect this place to be jam-packed, loud, and just seeing our listeners are happy. Seeing yeah. them, they were happy that yeah. we were fellowshipping at such a great turnout. Shout out to Blazer Nation. Let's do it again this time. Next time it's going to be um, a victorious event yeah. all around. <laughs> yeah. all around. Right. We, we might need to do that for the NCANT game next yeah. time. <laughs> no, but for real, like – for uh, for UAB to come in one and three, and have the opportunity against the defending conference Amer American Athletic Conference champs, let's let's dive into the game. I know it wasn't the way that Blazer Nation wanted it to end, but by God, there were some chances to win that damn game mm -hmm. late. It's hurt though. It does hurt, man. It hurt, man. Um, I mean that fumble. Oh, like I, I know it's a lot of minutiae and a lot of, like the, the minutia and the details of the game. It's important to talk about. But what I saw overall, just getting straight to the point, is we're like ninety percent there. Yeah, yeah. And so, so when you finish and you round out a, a, to be a good team, you learn how to finish. Yeah. So that touchdown at the end, that fumbled twelve men on the field. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the fourth and one. And when they called it, when the fullback came out on the flat, all of those plays are we didn't make the winning plays. Right. You know, we we just didn't make the winning plays. We, but we are right there. I want it's context that I see a lot of listeners 
or you know, a lot of our fans on on X or Twitter, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. A lot of them are upset and they're blaming the coaching staff, but you got to have you got to put everything. You got to look at it, the whole picture. Right. Like where are where we start as a team? We're super young. Mm-hmm. I keep on repeating the same thing. We're super young, a new staff. That was too lame. So going into the year when we were looking into the schedule, how many people even expected to be in that game? Period. No. We're on the road at Tulane, the best team in the conference, and here we are disappointed. I'm still disappointed. No more victories, but. I do feel like we had a good chance to win that game, but we just didn't finish. And let that be the last lesson we have to learn this year. I feel confident going forward, but I feel like we've we've learned all our lessons. We're here. I think we can really make some of the season. Yeah, you think about uh, the 12-point loss today is not representative of how close that ball game not is. At not at all. Not at all. If you just tuned in, you're looking at the box score, you see UAB lost the game by 12 points. You missed a lot of stuff in between. UAB came out early, scored in the first possession, got up 20-7, to defense making plays, forcing turnovers. There was a lot of positives right away. One of the positives I was really impressed with really coming out of the locker room is our ability to run the game or run the ball, excuse me. So we talked about in the preview uh, that Tulane had not allowed an opponent to actually have more than 89 yards in the ground in the game, and that was an SEC opponent in Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. And UAB in the second quarter, I looked at the box score, UAB was already up to 83 uh, rushing yards. Jacobs was having a day. That was right after Jacobs scored in the 17-yard run. So, yeah, there were some TFLs, you know, in this game against a dang good Tulane defensive line. That's right. But you had moments really for arguably the first time you can take, you know, away some of that in-cat game to start the season where we show the ability to run the ball. Mm -hmm. So to Darian's overarching point, though, about context, we talk about it a lot. We were 22 and a half point dogs. There were books that were looking at this as an easy 25, 30 point play into Lane's favor. We've actually gone in back to back consecutive weeks, one week to Athens against the two time defending champion. And then we come to New Orleans the week after against the number one team in our conference. In both games, there was a lot of respect to take away from the way that the players played the game. So I just want to start there and just say overarching, you know, that was not representative of how close this ball game was. Yeah, not at all. I mean, but you, you, you've got to be proud of the performance from both the offense and defense. And, hey, special teams too. Shout out to Matt Quinn. What was he, three for yeah, three? Yeah, three for three. three. So three. Good, he good hit job. a 48-yard. Yeah. Really yeah. good. And Matt that, was, that was clutch to put us up to 20, 20, uh, 20 to 7 at yes. the time. Yes. yes. And, and you just take – Take away a couple of plays and UAB wins this ball game, and that and that's just so. I mean, it sucks for the overall result, and I know Trent and the staff are upset at the overall result, but it really looks like the team has taken what they did last week in Georgia and expounded upon the positives that they learned in that ball game. They really built. You on. can see growth right. in this team, right. and that's really. Honestly, what you want to see from a week to week is you want to see continued growth. John, do you remember in the beginning, what did we say this year would be? What, what, what classified as a success? Mm-hmm. If we can see continued growth throughout this season. So now 
We come back home. We're coming back home. We playing with USF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I I expect to win that one. I I yeah. expect us to be favorites in that one. Yeah. It's gonna be a big game. Yeah. It, this is gonna be a big game. There's no excuses now. A lot of things I've been seeing is about the staff. Like what what is it about the staff that that you guys are so upset about? Like, and I, I'm talking. I'm, I'm being so. I, I understand that we got the 12 man. We got that I, was my only gripe. That the staff. that that yeah. is totally 100 percent on the staff. Mm-hmm. But guys, in a championship game mm-hmm. against Middle Tennessee, they had 12 men on the mm-hmm. field at the most crucial part of the game. Yeah, it happens. It happens. I'm not making excuses. I'm upset. And that is one that is one mistake that should not have happened. But to to act like oh the staff lost the game that is that is an overreaction. But that is I I just that's just how I feel. I'm not this not reflective on anybody else. You, y'all know I'm really uh, you're right I'm though. Point, I'm pointed in my I'm pointed in how I feel. It's early in the season. We have a new team. Like we have a new staff, new schemes. These guys have grown. We went to Georgia and mm-hmm. we went to Tulane right. on the road. Mm-hmm. We were never expected to win those games, so to just feeling like that we should have won yeah. mm-hmm. and to have a chance to win, I think that means a lot, yeah. especially after this showing against against Louisiana, yeah. you know, where it was a complete breakdown between staff and players. I don't know what was happening right mm-hmm. there. But now we have all the information we need. We have everything we need in these what, four games. In these four games – well, is it th- five? Five, five yeah. One in and these four. five games, we're one and four. But I don't think we're the one and four team you want to see. No, mm, we not are not. I expect us to go. Who? What? Who we got after USF? I think we go to uh, UTSA. Yeah, UTSA, and then Memphis at home. Yeah, that's your for homecoming. Yeah. yeah, I'm to the point. Depending on how we come out and show how we build against USF. I'm to the point where I expect us to beat UTSA. Mm-hmm. Honestly. They ain't showing anything. Yeah. I, honestly. I, that's, that's where I'm at. So, like, it's a long season, guys. We played two of the best teams in the country. Like, chill out. This, co- this staff has, has done nothing but grow and develop. And if we, if we get a freaking touchdown, we were – it's not even a yard away. Yeah. You know, Zeno, hey, I hate – this whole game is totally different. The way we're looking back at it, yeah. we may we may still be watching it in oh, double triple overtime right now. Yeah. But that's the that's where our learning curve is at. We're we're at that we're like maybe we should have could have. That's what happens when you're building a team. You go through these hard lessons and hopefully that was our last lesson that we have to learn. And to and to be real before I throw it to Jimmy like when we had in the spring when this schedule dropped we all three, I'm pretty sure we were in agreement that Georgia and Tulane were both going to be losses. Mm-hmm. Tulane's loss was a very damn competitive loss yeah. and very well should have won at the end, like Darren just mentioned. So it's, and I know it's hard to put things into perspective, especially after a couple weeks that got off of Louisiana showing, but you've got to see the overall picture and what this staff is building overall from a week-to-week basis. And I don't know if y'all caught this, but Trent went after Gilstrap after that 12 men. Right. He was fiery, and that's what we want to see out of our head coach. We want to see passion, fiery, and, you know, Gilstrap's going to have to answer to what happened. And I know it wasn't supposed to happen, but that's what you want to see out of this staff moving forward. This staff 
put players in position to make plays. And they made a lot of plays. And we'll get to Amari Thomas and Isaiah Jacobs, who Jimmy's already mentioned, and Zeno's performance. Like, the guys made plays. They are just a couple away from winning football and just turning this thing in the opposite direction. And I'll throw it to Jimmy to wherever he wants to go. Yeah, just uh, another comment about this holistically is that, you know, I think fans, we're all fans here. I mean, that last touchdown score by Tulane just Fourth and six, me. yeah. Just gutted me. Fourth uh, and yeah, fourth and one. They go for it and they throw the pass. Um, but, you know, we've heard a lot of noise on the outside too. So there was that little reel that went around X yesterday about split zone duo talking about this early that the coaching hire isn't good. They've been all over this coaching Before hire. Before conference game's even played. Yeah. You, you've got back-to-back weeks in which UAB was competitive for a decent portion of the Georgia game and damn near should have won the game today. People aren't even people aren't even watching the game and they're just talking this noise right now, right? So that's why we're trying to like reel it in because we know right now how bad this hurts. We're up we're immediately, when they say immediate reaction, we're not joking. We didn't drive home, set no, up the equipment. We are we in the office. About, <laughs> we haven't rewatched the game. We haven't done, we barely look at the statistics to kind of catch up hereafter. This is emotion right now. But you know where my emotion goes? Darian, you were talking about the staff. My first thought isn't, hey, this staff isn't meeting expectations right now. I actually align with the fact that I have seen that growth too in these ball games. Uh, you know, I will say that one thing when we look at the first game of the year and we look at the fifth game of the year that I am still concerned about is the run defense. Mm. So NCAT was able to gas us from the ground a little bit at times. And then you look at Tulane uh, today, they averaged at the end of the game. And remember, this average was, you know, went down a little bit in that last drive because we knew they were going to run the ball except for the last play. <laughs> right. uh, and they averaged over 6.4 yards a carry. And they ran the ball, I would envision, almost 40 times for 264 yards. Louisiana had over, what, 300 yards rushing against us. So that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm nitpicking a little bit, but that's still the reality of the situation. We're going against a running quarterback next week. That does concern me. But in a lot of other areas of the game, uh, I've seen a lot of growth, and I've seen a lot of uh, development in that respect. Um, just a few more notes just on the gameplay itself, and then we can talk about Amari Thomas, and then we got to talk about that catch. Is uh, Speaking of the, UA def- the UAB defense, Tulane was 3 of 10 on third down today. Um, I saw a lot of forcing Tulane into third and long, you know, uh, and really only allowing them to convert on 30%. Uh, we talked about the run game for UAB, which is solid. And one thing that we know about our identity right now is that UAB plays disciplined football. We had three penalties for 12 yards. I don't know if any of those penalties outside of the 12 man came in the second half. So we continue to play disciplined football. That's a sign of good coaching. That's yes. a sign of good uh, job by the players as well. In the last two weeks, playing good defenses, how many times we turned over against Georgia last week? Was just once? Mm-hmm. I think we turned over once against Georgia last week, and we turned over uh, once yes. t- tonight. Mm-hmm. South Alabama turned over five times in the first game of the season against Tulane. We talked about last week. Uh, Tulane forced four turnovers. I think they had forced double-digit turnovers already this Ten season. turnovers heading yeah. into this game. So when you see us take care of the ball, time of possession, run game, like these are all things that I continue to be impressed with in terms of uh, looking at the development. And this offense against a very good Tulane team on the road put up almost 450 yards of total offense. And, mm. I, and, I, and I would like to say I think we've played the best defenses yeah. we're going to face okay, all year. Yeah. Back yeah. to back, early in the year, like, guys, let's – Last Do you remember it was a year or two ago? Do y'all remember North Texas 
Oh. They started off the season maybe one and six or yeah, something like that. Bowling, yeah. And they went bowling at the That's end right. of the year. That's it's a long season. Mm-hmm. Like take a breath and chill. Like we have a young staff that they have shown me something. Um, mm-hmm. I say the thing that I come away concerned about is it's again our defensive backfield. I want us to see us make those plays when it's time to make those plays. So what I'm 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 always an advocate of having the players decide the game. Mm-hmm. I know we had the 12 men on the field, okay? But I, I do think we in, still ended up getting a stop later mm-hmm. on that we series. Did. We, did. we still yeah, got the stop. We got still it. got the stop. So, we got the touchdown at the end. It was D-Mac one-on-one. If you was, if you was D-Mac, you would say, give me that opportunity yeah. one-on-one. Yeah. He got beat. That's You got the – we about to score. That ain't on no coach. That's not the coaching staff. No, style. that's not – Jacob has been almost flawless, but he made a critical mistake and dropped the ball on the one-inch line. Like, mm. that's that's all. As a player, that's all you ask for is, like, take it out of the coach's hands and you let me decide the game, and this is going to burn them. Those are two of our best players. Mm. Two, so, two of, you know, I don't know. I guess D-Mac may be the best player. Bro, we had somebody on staff tell us that he would start for Ohio State. Exactly. Yeah, so, so you you put the ball, you leave it up to them, and they both, and no, on those plays, yeah. they didn't finish. And that's the word. That is the word, execute and finish. Mm-hmm. We got all the way down to the end. We didn't finish. Fourth and one, we come downhill. Swoops loses man out the backfield. First down. Yeah. You know, those plays hurt. They hurt, and we didn't finish those plays. So, what am I looking for going into USF? I'm looking for us to continue to build on what we did. We got the run game going. Mm-hmm. You know, Skull has some critical plays mm-hmm. that he made for us. I shout out to you, Darren, because you said that we could get the run you game going. That, yeah. yeah, I was I like, me and Jimmy were like, no, yeah. they're not going to get it going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I believe that we could get the run yeah. game going. Shout out to our offensive line. Yeah, yeah. they look, they don't look dominant. But they look serviceable. Right. And they're getting better week they to get, week. Yeah. That, the, the physicality, that touchdown run by Jacobs Ooh. in the beginning of the game, that was all just physicality. Like, that, you know, I was on the way here and I <laughs> yeah. almost down there <laughs> right? trying to flex muscles because that was that's, that's what we need to see. Yeah. We saw that. Now, if we can finish, 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 that's all, execute. Yeah. On, in winning times, when it when it's time to win those critical plays, they're gonna be all right. I think I think we're right on the precipice. Mm-hmm. We it's not a think it's right there. The yeah. evidence is right there. Again, guys, we played Georgia <laughs> on the road, number one in the nation. We played Tulane. Hostile environment. The, the hostile environment. The best team in the AAC. Right, they was ranked before they lost to Ole Miss. Now, the only reason they lost to Ole Miss is because they had a backup quarterback. We faced Michael Pratt. Like, we did a good job against him. Like, y'all, calm down, man. Like, okay, the coaching staff made a mistake. One mistake. How many? We not. We don't even have to go into it. Like, <laughs> we, we don't have to go into it with the, the most talented team we had in UAB history. Yeah. yeah. We did good, you guys. Mm-hmm. But good isn't what we're searching for. It's not... We don't just want to say, hey, good job. We don't we aren't even looking for pat on the back. Mm-mm. We can be disappointed, but be realistic at the same time. Right. We wouldn't even have three timeouts to use. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> man, we wouldn't even That's have true. a chance, yeah. man. So yeah. and we were depending on long runs. Like let's not let's not do that. Like 
going into next week, I expect I, the expectation is for us to build. Now, if you want to be disappointed in the staff, wait till next week and see if we take a step back, if yes. we regress. Mm -hmm. That's the thing to watch. Yeah. So we had a good showing. We're all disappointed. Okay. But I expect us to go in next week, get the win, and then tear through the AAC. Let's let's get another shot. Yeah. Let let Tulane slip up one time. And like your hardest part of the schedule is by you. Like you've got some winnable games now. Now UTSA we thought was gonna be a tough game, but they don't look like the old UTSA. Is Frank Harris? Well, he's still kind of hurt. Yeah, and yeah. All right. But hey. Yeah. Telling y'all, he's we, some winnable opportunities. We can make some noise, like, and you're just one and four. You've got, you've got FAU at home. They're without their starting quarterback, who's out for the year. Mm -hmm. You've got USF at home. You've got Temple at you got home. Memphis at home. You've got Memphis at home in a rivalry game. You know, you've got UTSA in the road. And the Navy the on the road. Yeah, Navy is going to be a tough game. Yeah. Uh, run defense, but well, we got. <laughs> we'll get time. there eventually. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got some time. We, we got, got some time. But I think, North Texas. Yeah. North Texas. I think what's compromising us is like our our defensive backfield hasn't been. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to be the best in the league, and they have not been that. So you get compromised mm -hmm. on run defense trying to. Make up for that lack of if, if you understand what I'm saying. It's like I do. if you if you walk on one leg more because the other leg is injured, you're gonna end up injuring the other leg. So it's like we need to just get better in the defensive backfield and one on one. Even though Michael Pratt didn't have that much of a game. I was gonna say I thought the secondary now when we do our Patreon after review, patreon.com slash blazerpod, so probably Monday night we'll have our after review when we're actually able to really look at the film. But I thought the secondary did Fairly well. Or they you did. They improvement. Okay. Yeah. The thing that I don't like, and I hope we make more improvement on, if it's one thing about coaching on defense, is this: we bag off of guys. Yeah. Like, that but but yeah. Dempsey got beat on the big play. D Mac got beat beat on the big play, yeah. and those two plays really really hurt us. I, if I if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if that Dempsey. When he got beat on that uh that post, that deep post. They ended up scoring that drive. They did. Yeah. I don't know if that was a third down or not, but it, I, it was. That I remember that really It's a third long, I think. Yeah, yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it really deflated us, so have we forced uh, a pick in the secondary outside of Ricky Lee against Georgia? Um did they get one and we got one against Incat. That was Bracey, wasn't it? Bracey came in late. It's Bracey late in the game, yeah. So I'm looking at these young guys in the back in the uh, secondary that are forcing turnovers. B.J. Mays. B.J. Mays. I know we almost he, had the pick he, six he, against Georgia. Georgia Southern, he caught the one that – No, yeah. Ricky, Ricky Lee was the one in Georgia. No, Georgia, Georgia Southern. Oh, Georgia yeah, Southern. That's, Southern. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he uh, – when, right. when the receiver dropped the ball. Right, right. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but we, we have to be better there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, shout out to that D-line, though, man. They, I mean, I know they give up a lot on the ground, but forcing two fumbles? Right. And they didn't – what, we have one offsides maybe, and they were trying to draw us a oh, lot. All day. Shout, shout out to Will Soros. Look at, yeah, he, he did good. He, he looks like a player out there. Mm -hmm. Like, he's good. He's a good rotation player. He's disciplined. He's Danny Miller had six tackles. Shout out to him. Position. And another thing, again, guys, Iman Smalls. Yeah. Emmanuel Waller. Young. Amari Thomas. Young. Everett Russo. Chris Bracey. Like, all of these guys um, – even though he's hurt right now, Iverson Hooks. Mm -hmm. I'm naming out freshmen. Like, do you you get it? Like right. Luke Jones, yep. Will Parker, sophomore, Fred Faria, Fred Faria, red shirt, sophomore. Hey, shout out Fred Faria throwing that ball. Who yeah. yeah. T Palmer? Yeah, T Palmer. Yeah. Woo! 
There might have been three defenders there, but T. Pong said, I got it. Yeah. Hey, that's our boy Fred. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Fred, man. He had a great game. But he had the one drop, but he had a great game. Oh, that was, that yeah. was a tough catch. Yeah. Yeah. Can we he talk should. about a catch? Can we just go ahead and talk about the Amari Thomas? So I'm looking down at my phone, ESPN had an alert, and we were walking up the stairs, and it said, UAB wide receiver Mosses, you know, the opponent. This guy continues. At one point, he had seven catches. That must have. I don't know if he had seven or eight to end the ball game, but he is just producing. He's like, producing for a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Again, I can't stress it enough. We got nothing but young guys out there. Right. And they're they are McQuan Merriweather. Like we have yeah, so many young guys mm-hmm. that are actually producing. Like, chill out, mm-hmm. chill. Look at the full context. And honestly. Even though I do expect us to like finish the season strong, I still think next year is our year. That's right. That's what I really. I'm so. I'm already like super excited for next year. How can you not be? But this year is the year that's important because you don't just say, "Oh, next year we're going to be better." You get better now, right. and that's and that's why I am so encouraged. Once you get that the feel that you get the itch, like, dang, we really should be top of the league. Going into next year and we get all those guys off red shirts and we bring in another class and we get another year, we get a senior, Jacob Zeno. We get we get all of these guys coming back, almost all of them. Watch out. Let me let me ask you this from a player perspective because we're talking about to our fans and our listeners right here, like, keep your head up. Like, we're seeing growth. We're seeing progress. But the reality is that we're one and four. Mm-hmm. From a player perspective, Darian, like, do you think that – it's, it's difficult for them right now to see that growth when the results haven't led to wins? Or do you think that, you know, equally like the fans, like that they're going to be able to see that and keep it going? Like, what, what's your experience? What do you think? I think I think from what we saw at the Louisiana game mm-hmm. and how just embarrassing that was to come and, come and play Georgia tough and to say, oh, man, if we would have made a play or two, mm-hmm. it kind of piqued your interest. But then you think, were they just – were they just taking the day off? Yeah. Were they just overlooking us? To come to Tulane and feel bad because you didn't win the game. Right. That is such an improvement. So as a, as a player, you're looking and you're – I'm looking at – if I'm on the team right now, I'm looking at the players next to me. I'm saying we are right. Yeah. We are right there. We proved that we are right there. We did it two times in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's not a fluke against really good teams. The key now going forward is USF. Mm-hmm. We should win the game. If I'm a player, I'm expecting to win that game. Got to. We have to win that game. Now that if we were to lose that game, that could really that could Snowball. really train take the rails. That yeah. San Antonio game becomes even more difficult. Yeah. 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 So it's this is like the most important game of is the season. Is it a must win? <laughs> it's definitely it's it's a must win in the fact of what it could do to the team. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a crossroads. Because if you exactly lose this, is. you go to one and five, and then you're like, oh. And then all, everything that you thought you built, yeah. it didn't, you didn't build anything. You know, you should, you build to win. Yeah. And um, we should take another step forward and win the game. We're yeah. through the most difficult stretch. You mentioned it earlier. This upcoming stretch is also, when you piece this season out and you look at Four, four, and four. Mm-hmm. We played four games thus far. So the five, next, yeah. we played five. So you look at the next couple of games, we talked about it South Florida, San Antonio, Memphis, Memphis mm-hmm. FAU. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
you gotta get at least two. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta split. And then yeah. you go to the end and you look at those last four and I think you gotta go three and one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the path. Like you split the next two, you go three and one to end the season. And then I think that we're all sitting here, what would that make a six and six where they get us to a ball? That would get a ball. So like that's the formula. And you look at that back, we talked about earlier, you talk about Temple, Navy, North Texas, mm-hmm. and who am I missing on that back end? I think they end the year on North Texas. So I'm missing one winnable game. Well, it's not Rice, is it? No, no Rice isn't on the <laughs> Right, yeah. But my point is, regardless, like that back four, I think it's Temple. Temple. You can get three out of those four last games. You can split these middle two. Mm-hmm. We can still get that bowl eligibility we talked about, and you would see that growth that we were looking for too. So there's so much opportunity, and there's so much still in front of you. So players who listen to this, coaches staff who listen to this, fans who listen to this, like just keep on going, man. But look, if we still, if we're building to where I think we could be, we can win the next four. Yeah, we can. can. Absolutely. Very All of a sudden, we're five and four. We look better than what mm-hmm. we did last year. And yeah. and then, guys, if you want to talk about, first of all, this is his first year. I don't think people remember mm-hmm. when Dion first got the Jackson State. Yeah. But it was it was COVID. It was before, I know, he was 6-6 six and six that first year or something mm-hmm. like that. The spring year. Yeah. And, they, and they barely got there. And then the next year you had like the, you know, it was a lot of COVID and stuff yeah. like that. But people don't realize even him being the face that he is, at a, on the SWAT team, mm-hmm. he had to build. And so the lack of patience that I'm seeing is kind of questionable. I'm, I'm confused because we just fought a game that we was how many? 22 and a half points. Yep. So chill out, you know. It's good to be disappointed because that means that we're, we have something that we can work with. Next game. I need us to win. Got to win it. I need yeah. a, and I don't Got want it. a close win. No, like, let, us, let, us, let us have a – Please. I, I, two scores or more. Yeah, just, just – I'm not saying that's what we should do. I'm saying I just want to breathe a little bit. <laughs> Jesus, man. Please. 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 Well, all right, we're at 30 minutes. Uh, so, thank you again to Cahaba Brewing Company for letting us ho- co-host this event here, the UAB Tulane Watch Party. Thank you again to everybody that came out today. Hopefully, going forward, we can have more watch parties here in the in the future with uh, Blazer Victory and Cahaba Brewing Company. But as always, we will be back on the Patreon probably Monday evening. I still need to talk to the guys about that. But we will do an after review where we look at this Tulane film, give it some time to di- digest, and actually review the film and analyze the film, and we'll go from there. But Patreon.com/slash/BlazerPod for five dollars a month, you get access to interviews. Guys, we've already done over 30 episodes on the Patreon, so if somebody joins this month for $5, they are able to listen to all 31 of those episodes. So great value. Um, but we will be back. on uh, If you're not a Patreon member on the free feed, we'll be back in a few days to preview the big matchup between UAB and South Florida in Protective Stadium. But, Jimmy, you want to close us out? Blazer Nation. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Coach and staff, don't stop believing. Players, don't stop believing. Just plays. <laughs> Just win, baby.